0: Good morning, good evening, good night, good afternoon, whatever time you're listening in, wherever you're listening from. Shout out to my Spotify listenership, Apple and Google podcasts, and YouTube if you're watching in. Thanks for giving me a reason to get dressed. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here. Be present and recognize that it's now, right now. Whether you're right now is working, flying, running, driving. Be thankful we're alive, baby. Failure can be frightening. However, as Winston Churchill reminds us, success is all about going from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. This is I Will Not Lose podcast, where we set out to prove everything is learned from failure, and we must persevere and recognize it as one step closer to success. I'm your host, Tony Ortiz. Let's jump right in. And we have today Mr. Jonathan Rocker joining us, the Rocker Research Foundation. What's up, man? How are you doing? What's going on? Pull into the mic. Oh, yeah, I'm getting closer. You can pull the mic to you. Right here? Is that good? Yeah, perfect. All right. So what's
1: up, man? It's been uh, a while, I guess.
0: Time flies.
1: I know. When was the last time I was here? It was like, what, like a month ago?
0: It was a little longer than a month. it to be
1: two months ago then.
0: Could be. Could oh, be that right. long.
1: Did not realize that. It seemed not so long ago, though. I
0: like, don't know.
1: I'd say, As soon as I come down the stairs, I was like...
0: I felt like I was here, like, last week or something. (laughs) Like I said, time flies when you're busy. Yeah, it does. The days seem to go by long when you're not, when you don't have much to do. You know, like, I can't remember the last day I had to just play a video game and see how long that took, but...
1: I wish I could play video games. I just don't have, like, the, the time or the capacity to basically focus on playing a video game. Yeah. I I mean, I I kind of admire some people, some of the people that play video games, and they're so like really they're really good at it. Like I I like watching other people play video games. I'm like, wow, that's like that's crazy. I I tried to play video games one time. Uh, it just like what was the last time I played? I think I played Halo, and I go. was always getting murdered. I was like, I was like, I'm I'm done. I'm I'm not playing this game anymore because I would I would go out and then I would get shot or stuff. I'm like, I keep getting killed. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's not for everyone.
1: Yeah, so I was like, oh, I'm that's done with one
0: that. Oh, man. So besides that, what are you working on?
1: Yeah, so the project's, uh, well, first of all, the Rocker Research Foundation.
0: Come into the mic. You can straighten it out and yeah. pull it to you if that's more comfortable.
1: Is that good right there?
0: Yeah, you want to be right up on it. Oh, right here, right here. <laughs> mic check, perfect.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're basically, the Rocker Research Foundation is basically working on uh sustainability, innovation, and research. And then we're doing research in various things. Um, we're doing like CRISPR technology, we're doing drug discovery, and we're doing preventative healthcare. And we're trying to make it new. We're trying to make something new, especially with um, with healthcare. So the thing that I developed, the one project is um, AI, preventative healthcare. It's basically a program that I've developed. It's an AI that you feed all this information you feed it whole genome sequences or basically sequences of diseases and what that does is that it'll hold all of those mutation diseases in my program and then what we'll do is we'll take a customer or whatever a member and we'll swab them for a whole genome sequence and we have special technology for that that makes it we can do it in about two hours Two or three hours, get a whole genome sequence of someone's entire uh, composition. And then we'll take that whole genome sequence, put it in my program that I've developed, and then it'll just scan. You know, it'll just scan and basically look for these patterns, these mutations. And every time it finds these mutations, it, it sets it aside. Okay. Yeah. And then we can tell the the customer, like you have these, you have, you know, these forms of cancers, these diseases, you could be susceptible to certain things. You should, you know, change your diet here. There's a lot of different biomarkers that we can pinpoint.
0: So it's preventative.
1: It's very preventative. And if you don't, like if you do have something and it hasn't been discovered yet, You know, you can take that information, go to the doctors and get, you know, medication that directly um, inhibits, you know, whatever you do have. Instead of them, uh, doctors, you know, like they, it's trial and error, you know. The whole thing for this is so there's no misdiagnosis, right? Instead of them doing and running so many different tests, and a lot of the tests are not paid by your insurance. So this will just get right to the point.
0: Are they still going to want to run tests to verify, like, but they know which specific test to run?
1: Well, yeah. So when you say that you have this form of cancer, then they'll be like, okay, then we'll do retests just to, you know, find out to be specific. Now we know what we're looking for, right? When they don't know what they're looking for, they're just, it's an array of different things, right? So, but if we pinpoint what it is and be like, okay, look for this specifically, run your own tests and then... You know, narrow it down to that. Were we right? Yes, we were right because the whole genome sequence is not going to lie.
0: Yeah, it's interesting stuff, man.
1: Yeah, and then that's going to be for you know, trying to do something for the community and try to do something new in in healthcare. And so this is almost like um, we want to do like a wellness, new preventative like spot that we can like do here in the in the valley or. I'm looking at different spots. I'm like looking at Pottsville. I'm looking at like the Northeast, like a lot of different places where we can possibly set up Um, because it, it is going to be essentially almost like a wellness center aside from my research as well. So we want to add other things. We want to add nutritionists. We want to have nutritionists come by. I mean, I have doctors on my board and you know, I'll have them look at information, you know, so we're, 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 we know exactly what information to feed to other, you know, phys- physicians and whatnot. So I'm trying to team up with, I, I right out have a pretty good team, but as it goes on, we're going to develop a bigger team. Yeah. That's so, awesome. So we know exactly yeah. what we're like, exactly how we should handle things. We're going to team up with universities. Um, we're already in talks. So that's just one project. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's that's a project that I I really like because I'm into the whole preventative healthcare. Like I've always always I was always trying to find ways, different ways, not the traditional way, to find variations and like new ways to find diseases, because there's a whole bunch of different ways that you can do that. Not that you're, the traditional route is, you know, you go to the doctor. They go, all right, we're going to do a lab tests, But those specific lab tests, you know, they're paid by your insurance company. And you you don't get the, you get like a, you get a normal round. It's like everyone does it this way, right? Everyone is different. Their biochemistry is completely different. So a lot of times you can't find anything. And a lot of times people don't even realize, uh, like to give an example of just uh, cell inflammation. Like people are having a lot of uh, thyroid issues right now. And that can be attributed to so many different things. But when you do a blood test and it comes back, it's normal, right? They're not looking for that. They're not looking specifically at the cell. And the cell has little receptors. And the cell inflammation, what that happens is those receptors don't really work anymore. So all of the the things that are trying to communicate with your cell, it's being blocked. But a blood test is not going to know that. You have okay. to really hyper-focus and, like, if they told you, oh, you have cellular uh, cellular inflammation, then they'll do other specific tests to really focus on looking at that. And that's a, the biggest, that's a big cause for a lot of diseases and a lot of things. The, the communication's not there. So nothing's working with your cell receptors. There's a lot of things that block that. And, you know, we if we would just fix that, you would actually feel a lot better. But... I'm trying to develop new technologies and innovate old technologies to basically help people focus on how to find new diseases and current diseases and whatnot. So that's just one part of rock research foundation. The second part of it is the, what we're doing is uh, the graphene and the waste of energy. So the waste of energy is my other big project that is going to be bringing a lot of work, business, uh, like, so the way that this works, yeah. I mean, we, right now I'm in the works. I have a partner, a business partner that is helping me buy land and, you know, talk to the city council and, and this is like in different spots in Pennsylvania. Right. So what we want to do is a lot of people We're trying to get rid of landfills. Right. That's a really big part of what we're trying to do and um and keeping you the environment safe but also generating electricity from it as well so we've developed a way where it's uh, called plasma gasification but the way that we develop it is like there's no co2 emission well hardly any co2 emission uh it's almost like an incinerator but what we've developed is something that contains that so you would burn, you would take all this garbage, right? You would take all this garbage, put it into a reactor and burn it, right? Just hardcore pressure, burn it. And then what happens is uh, a slag builds up. Uh, it's like a carbon base, like it's called slag. Okay. Th- that slag is actually a good byproduct that actually you can put back into a um, the infrastructure like uh, construction like uh, cement and roads and stuff like that so that byproduct is actually useful you can take that and sell that back for you know construction materials and then also metal it's called ingot metal and so that metal you know you can sell that off too and then but the prize of this is from burning this you are actually it goes through the system the system that we built to basically eradicate all of the poisonous and corrosive gases that will be developed when you burn. <laughs> yeah. Um, the garbage. So what we're doing is we're converting that into, to power a generator that power that you know generates electricity. So we're all trying to figure out, you know, our way to go away from, you know, these, I'm going to call them monopolies these are like electrical companies that, you know, obviously control more of, you know, all of our electricity. This will at least benefit the communities uh, and the public by providing electricity from garbage.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yeah. And then the technology is there, you know, I mean, I looked at old technology uh, with uh, some of my engineering buddies and it's right there. Other countries do this. We're the only ones that don't do this.
0: We have like seventy. I was gonna say our waste system is a lot different than other countries. Like
1: they make a lot of money off just the garbage. Like uh, it's like there's a lot of money in garbage. There's so much money in garbage. But and now that these like like Amazon and um, I would say like car manufacturers, they're trying to get rid of their garbage sustainably. Uh, so. This is waste energy is the best way to do this. But the ways that, you know, some people talk bad about it. They'll say, oh, well, you're going to create, um, you know, carbon emissions. We found out a way to reduce that. But still, would you rather have landfills of just like and it, it leaching out poisons into like the, the environment or yeah. convert that? And if you get some CO2... It's going to be minimal. it's people are still driving around cars. This will at least reduce landfills, create more land not, well, allow for more land and then generate electricity. Hopefully you can either resell that to the system or you can create some sort of program where it, can, it kind of reduces your electri- your electricity cost.
0: Does that take money away from, like, an existing industry? Is that why there's pushback against it? Of course, there's it, always... Or?
1: I mean, they're have to, they want a stronghold, right? They want a stronghold yeah. on certain industries. Um, I don't think I'm going to get big enough where, where I'm going to be stepping on significant toes, but the idea of it is the problem. So... The idea is actually bigger than you even starting. It's it's they're they're going to look at it and go, we need to stop that. <laughs> yeah. But if you find cities and towns that need it because they can't get rid of their garbage, and this is an opportunity for you know a sustainable you know renewable energy type thing, uh, they're going to go for it. If you can reduce someone's electricity cost and get rid of their garbage come up yeah they're gonna go for that they're not gonna care that these big powerhouse industries are gonna come in and go oh well it's not gonna matter to them because they're already making money right they already have they're already plugged in everywhere at least what you can do is develop little systems to help communities right i don't care about starting small starting small will be fine i could do that uh and then i know at some point they're going to gonna to try to buy us out i already know that they're gonna to try to buy us out but that's money i mean that's business uh i just want to be the ones bringing i want to be bringing out these technologies so people know hey there are other ways we can do this why don't we spend some of our tax do- the tax dollars you know um on innovation on doing new things trying to actually they say to let's 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 improve the environment let's do new things to improve the climate you know let's let's create change mm-hmm. come on They're, i mean they say it and they talk about it but they don't actually do it we have like 70 waste of energy uh plants in the united states not it should be a lot more but the reason why some of them go oh we don't want them because of you know because of you know the way that they have their waste of energy plants it could be a little bit uh, poisonous uh, in the, on the environment because they don't have systems. They don't have all the systems in place to get to rid mitigate of it. Yeah. yeah. To, but we've developed at, and I thought it was like the simplest thing ever. I was like, Oh, why don't we just put this here that stops that from happening and we can move forward, scaling it to what they're at. The other industries, the other waste energy plants, um, is going to be a little bit difficult. We can create something where we can get rid of tons. We can produce maybe one gigawatt, which is still really good, which is still really good. Or, yeah, gigawatt, megawatt, one gigawatt. And it's still really good. That's producing enough electricity the way that we're going to do it.
0: That's awesome. And then it gives the research foundation some ways to monetize, to be able to help with the... Other research endeavors. That- oh
1: yeah, yeah. So, like I was just talking about the byproduct, the the slag that comes off of it. So I was just I was just sitting down the other day, right? And I was like, oh man, uh, how can I utilize this? It's like, yeah, because you have to find a buyer for it, right? So it's like, all right, uh, obviously you could sell it back, but are they going to want to buy it? So how about we just re-innovate? I'm already doing the graphene thing, so I was like, how does how how does my graphene project work with this slag? Oh, I forgot. I'm doing something in concrete. Graphene already enhances uh, concrete by 35%. I said, and then I was like doing some research. I was like, does slag get put back into concrete? Yeah. How much does it improve it? I was like, oh, there's a, what was it 15, 20%? I don't think anyone's thought of this. So I am developing a new product for housing, cement houses, using the slag, concrete and graphene. I know I'm saying this out loud and people are going to be, like, Oh, I'm going to do that too. I don't care. I said it. I'm saying it now. I'm going to do it anyways. I already have uh provisional patents on it anyways. It, I thought I was like, wow, this is, this is awesome. We're going to be recycling all these things. So I'm going to be creating electricity and then we're going to be creating houses with this, with the byproduct and new tech, like new nanotechnology, which is graphene. Um, and when I met my other business partner, he's like a young guy, he was telling me about, he wanted to do the three, 3D three printed houses, right? Okay. So, so I was like, oh yeah, I, I saw, I was looking into that too, but I, I didn't look that much into it. But we sat down and we went over the details and I said, you know what? That would help, that would help us come out with a huge bang. Like, cause no one is doing that. So imagine if we because we're we're in the mix right now, we're we're we are in the talks of buying the machine. And then imagine that bringing that here to Pennsylvania. Right. And then creating how 3D printing houses with this new cement that is pretty much unstoppable, sustainable, very, very strong. Uh, It's going to change the game we're going to change the game in that. So when he put me Love on, to
0: see that in action. That yeah. So this is cool.
1: all, this is all happening. This is like, we have to, we have to fly to Utah to talk to the people that have the machine. Um, So I'm running around doing so many different things. Right. So it's like, all right, but I'm not doing all of it. I'm putting everything into position where then I can hire people to then help me focus on all the projects. I have enough uh, brain capacity to basically put all of this into play, I've developed the AI. I thought of the ideas. I'm putting this all together. I can't do it all by myself. Obviously, I have to reach out. I have to create teams, and that's what I'm doing now. And that's why I'm running around. I'm. It's like, all right, I created this with the AI health, the preventative healthcare. I was like, okay, that's basically done. Essentially, I just need to hire lab techs, and that's it for that. Uh, because this is going to be plug and play. It's going to be it's it's you just put it into the program essentially after you get the whole genome sequence uh but the waste of energy thing that's going to take up some time because that is you know i have to get engineers Yeah, I have to get engineers to help me build it because we're going to be we're going to build like a smaller because we have a small model now to test that it it's proven right and it is i just want to build a prototype yeah so we have a prototype we want to make a just a bigger one you know for a little bit of a little bit of show Um, so we can get more investors on board. Uh, And then when they see that, they're going to go, wow. Okay. And then I feel like we're going to get subsidies because that whole infrastructure bill, it's specifically for something like this. So if they want us to create new things to reduce CO2 emissions and then get rid of garbage and save the environment, we're doing exactly that. Those funds should just come right to us. If we're yeah. providing electricity, getting rid of landfills, we're making a healthier economy, and then we're going to be creating jobs, right? So it's. When, I think when, we're, we're when, doing when. a lot of we're doing a lot of great things, and we are. It, it's just such a headache because it's right now is uh, that time where you're putting it all together before you come out to the public, right? So. Right now I'm doing this with you just to, it's almost like a pre rollout. Yeah. It's like, it's, this is, this is happening at the moment. Uh, And then when we get everything in order, I need everything in order. I have to do everything. I have to play everything smart. Uh, Then we're going to come out and then, you know, show everyone what we have, but I want to buy everything first. I want to have the machines here um, I want to bought the land. I want to, once all that happens is when I'm actually going to, you know, go to the newspaper and go to the magazines and all that stuff and go, it's here, you know, we're developing it. And then we want to see if the people actually want this. Right. And I feel like they do. I feel like it's, it's something to see. It's like, they think of like where you get your electricity from. And then people always talk about, You know, uh, how are we going to get rid of garbage? And then we know that even the recycling doesn't work. It's it's almost, it's so funny. It's like we we still recycle and we know where that goes. It still goes in the trash. We can't sell it to China. So who's buying it? No one's buying it. So what what happens to it? Some of it, some of it gets recycled and turned back into like plastic pellets. Most of it? Come on. Because you... You could also do something with plastics where you can turn it into gasoline or different, you know. um, Yeah, like gasolines and whatnot. Um, But we don't do enough of that. We just garbage it. So that's, I feel like that's horrible. (laughs) We should at least try every possible way to get rid of garbage. I mean, Norway does it. They have, they're, they're so efficient that they have zero garbage. They have to import garbage. (laughs)
0: <laughs> have to import they, have to import, garbage. they have to
1: import garbage because of this, and then who else? Uh, and I feel sorry for like India. India imports garbage, you know, because they go through it, but they they can't recycle a lot of those things, and it just seeps into their their soil and their water. And then we, the United States, and a bunch of other countries, just dump it on India. Just dump it because we don't know where to get rid of it. They, you know, they're they're like. They're taking it in because they they make some money off of it, but they're also hurting their environment their environment completely, and it's sad.
0: It's oh, a shame. It's
1: a, it's sad.
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah. And I, then, I, I wasn't don't, aware of that.
1: Yeah, and I don't understand. We know that this waste of energy thing works. Singapore does it. They get rid of all. The, they had such a big garbage issue, like huge garbage issue, where they started. They developed this waste of energy plant. It's not as as efficient as ours is going to be, but. They developed one to get rid of their garbage got rid of the garbage and now they're they're producing their own electricity so imagine you get enough funding to build like a huge plant somewhere where you're now you are a competitor to the electric like the you know the like electric, the electricity companies that's that's a power that's like
0: the government itself isn't it isn't that still regulated electricity
1: i mean you could you can be a private company and do it yourself you just have to have your own contracts so you would have to build the infrastructure for it so obviously you're going to have to have some sort of negotiations to because usually what you do is even other companies that develop their own electricity they just sell it back into the grid
0: yeah that's what i that's what i've
1: yeah but then you sell it back into the grid yeah you're making money off of it but does. If you're producing all of this electricity, right? Shouldn't the price of electricity go down? <laughs> it should go down, right? It should go down.
0: Well, but you gotta store it somewhere.
1: Well, that's that's them. And, and yes. It's
0: like the cost like electricity being stored costs more than electricity being used, you know?
1: I guess. Right. I don't know. I mean, they have ways of storing it. I mean, we're again, we're innovating new technologies and these using graphene uh to develop like new batteries as well that could hold this charge and like solar batteries you know okay. those the solar batteries they, they they still leach out energy so even if you store it you can't leave it there for that long because at some point it's going to leach out the energy so we're trying to develop new batteries to basically help hold that so imagine if if you had like say if you have like um like a solar system us like a solar system in your house where like a solar power system in your house and those batteries so what you do is if you already have that system set up imagine us like just charging all of these batteries and just like giving it to the people and then allowing them to run their house off of that and if they need more electricity they come back charge it come and then it's almost like a car battery or whatever, but this new battery will actually hold the charge and not leach out. The, the electricity won't leach out. So these are, imagine me sitting here thinking of all these things and like writing it down. It's like, all right, let's focus on this. All right. All right. Let's let's yeah. let's focus on this. All right. Now, how are we going to do this? Now, Neil, oh, I need a team for this. Now, since I, since I need a team for this, I have to Gotta
0: write out the process. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that's what yep. I,
1: that's what I do. I write out like, how you fill out, uh, like when you're filling out patents or whatever, like the detailed description of every part of it. That's what I do with all of these plans, right? And then I get a team. I'll ask uh, someone else in my field and say, hey, I, I'm going to need help with this. How could you help me and assist me with this? And then I'll let them read it after they sign the NDA. <laughs> and then we, we can get to work. And that's how it's going to be. And then that's how I'm going to be building these industries out is you develop it first, you get funding, and then the development starts. You just start, you know, kind of building around almost like what Elon's doing a little bit, but uh,
0: smaller. (laughs) So what, it's not all been like, flowers and roses the whole way like i'm sure not every project that you write down and say okay this is what we need to do gets done or maybe it's shelved indefinitely no no
1: yeah so i things get shelved but then they get they get put back into action but that still needs to have all the information laid out. So when I figured out that slag and the graphing thing could work together, I said, oh, okay. So instead of what we were going to do is sell a lot of the graphene to a, con- um, a concrete company, what we decided to do is like, all right, well, we can make it for ourselves and then add it to this. If we're going to be building out these houses, why? I don't want to sell it. You know, we can sell it later. But for right now, let's develop these houses. And if we create too much graphene, then we'll sell it. We'll partner up with someone that needs it or wants it to do their own thing. Okay. So we'll do that. Yeah, because we're not going to be producing that much graphene. We're probably going to be producing maybe like a ton a week, um, which is significant, but not significant enough for like a huge concrete industry that needs, you know hundreds of tons of it to mix with theirs to make the the product much stronger. So we're essentially basically going to give me creating the graphene for our own use.
0: Yeah. You're not making the supply with the demand in mind. You're not yeah, yeah, manufacturing graphene. That's just a part. of Yeah. yeah.
1: I, Cause I wanted, that's the whole business was to basically manufacture it at the, at a high scale. Like we were going to scale up and only produce graphene. So I was like, all right. So we're focusing on that. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I feel like there's other, we can be doing other things, right? So let's go small scale and then utilize that new technology because no one is going to have what we have. No one. I don't care what, uh, there are like in uh, the UK, there are companies that have, they're starting to put graphene into cement. uh, And I already knew about that. So we were going to do that here, developing our own graphene for cement. And um, I would say tar, like, like the roads and whatnot. So I said, let's, let's just do it ourselves. Let's do a small scale and let's, let's find a way somewhere to put it. And then I found it. I found where to put it. I found to put it in the slag and then I have to formulate it. So it works perfectly. So we have a really good bond. Like our concrete is going to have like such a strong bond. It's going to be ridiculous. So we, we would actually use less cement in ours because it's going to be so much
0: stronger. So, it has that byproduct in it. Yeah. I'm I'm curious, what color is this slag? Keep saying it. Okay. That would make (laughs) sense. If it was any other color, I'm thinking maybe it's clear or something. Oh, no, 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 no. Imagine it. Black slag.
1: When uh, you burn something, it turns black, right? So, this is going to be everything that's burned, uh, like all that garbage that's burned, turns into a slag material. So, it's just like this black sludge. Uh, but it's a it's it's still good because it's like a carbon-based structure that you can still utilize. Uh, Real cool. So, and then, and, and yeah, and, and and it's when I look at projects, I go, I go, okay, where can that? So we're we're doing like a circular, um, uh, like economy where we're utilizing everything that we're doing in our other companies.
0: Yeah. So everything connects back to something. Yeah. Yeah. Do you um? Do you ever? Considers so all time put into something is time worth i don't want to say researching but like you're not wasting any time going Mm -hmm. down any of these rabbit holes no 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 because then one helps with the other one so it's kind of they all work with each other
1: yeah yeah so i'll go down those rabbit holes right and then and then it'll just connect it'll just work luckily it'll just work with everything else that i'm doing and like I hope that this is worth it, right? I go down this rabbit hole and I'm doing all this research and it's like I hope I'm not wasting my time on this. And then you get a, a Eureka moment and you're like, Oh, wait a minute, this connects to this? Oh perfect. Makes sense. Yeah. So no, that's, that's what that's basically what uh I'm doing. <laughs> and then buying a bunch of lands.
0: That's like a interesting way to look at success or failure. Like if you're not wasting any time, a lot of people chalk up failures. They try to say, oh, I wasted my time doing that. I I don't think it's a waste. You know, um,
1: people shouldn't think them doing like spending time on something and, and then later, you know, because it didn't result in whatever they wanted to and then give up. I feel like you learn something still. I mean, you still spent time researching something. So, you know, part of something. At least. I don't think it's ever really a waste of time. I feel like things, if you dig deep enough, will work out.
0: I think you get skills. I mean, even doing the podcast, you add on something that can be applied to something else somewhere else. But I think that's a great way to to look at it. You really can't fail if you're not living with any sort of regrets and how you're spending your time and what you're doing. So what about um, I read about Steam? You're teaching. Oh
1: no! Yeah, well the stream,
0: stream. I'm I always I, miss I, the letter.
1: I, yeah, because everyone has the STEM programs, and then the Steam programs came out. So mine is uh, it's the science, technology, reasoning, engineering, art, math, and music. The reasoning part is the comprehension. It's how people and kids understand things. That is the most, that's the fundamental part of you teaching any student anything, is reasoning, is understanding and comprehending the subject matter. So we developed Stream. Since I have a foundation, we, you know, these these are different components that we, you know, we wanted to add. So as we're working on these, you know, science research and developing and innovating and doing all these things, we want to. We want to give back and then have develop a program, uh, you know, for kids to understand how to innovate and think outside the box and use these new technologies because they're not going to get that in school. They're not even come close to it unless they're going to an extreme elite private school. And I don't see a lot of those here. (laughs) So so we want to develop something that's going to be pretty much, high end in the sense of the education that they're getting. And I really, I'm looking for teachers and that want to be a part of that, or even like new teachers coming out of school that would want to be a part of that. I mean, cause I, my foundation is a nonprofit, so we do, we can raise money, we can get grants and whatnot, specifically for these programs. Um, I was going to do, what I was going to do is buy a building and then kind of fit it out and then, raise money and then you to do fundraisers and stuff like that to tell the public that we should have these programs. And right now I don't know where to really put them. Um, I was thinking uptown. I was thinking Bethlehem. I don't know where to put it exactly. But again, these are programs that we're focusing on as well as well as uh, like sports programs um, that we want to also do. Cause it correlates still with the preventative health and health and education. We want to develop sports that we don't really have. I would say like people that grew up the way that we did, they don't really have access to like fencing.
0: Fencing. right? No
1: one has fence. I can't Shit. even ask. Yeah. I can't, I can't even ask if you ask someone, have you ever fenced before? And they're like, no, what is, what is that? <laughs> it's like, it's like sword fighting. It's like, why would I do it? It's, You know, a lot of people can get scholarships for that, right? So imagine if you were that good and you had uh, some significant training in that, you know, you would uh, better luck out in uh, getting some sort of, you know, scholarship. Uh, So we wanted wanted to do fencing. Uh, We wanted to do like tennis, swimming, rugby. Um, And we were almost, and I think I'm going to get people on board with this too, is, uh, well, not jujitsu specifically, I like grappling so, grappling so and then grappling as well. So if we, we say we're going to focus on these sports and we can get uh, teams from middle school, high school and adults, right. And just develop these teams. And I think we could do it. We can hundred percent do it. And then it correlates what we're fundamentally doing is, you know, basically that's the health. That's the health part. The foundation has a lot of different arms, Uh, and then there's all, that's why I'm putting on, I'm getting my board of directors and then my committees that we have to put underneath the board of directors. It's going to be a significant amount of people to basically run this whole thing. But for right now, uh, I mean, even before, even when I started it right in the beginning, I was doing it all by myself. And now like slowly, you know, I met people, ran into people in different fields. I was like, I feel like you should be on my board. And they go, yeah, I feel like you should be on my board or you should be on my committee or you should do this or you should do that. And they're all like, dude, you're doing something pretty amazing. I was like, yeah, but I need people to do this too. (laughs) So that's, you know, in the next couple of months, that's what I'm doing too, is like um, making my team bigger. And then at some point uh, there's going to be some like I'm trying to put together after the fact uh, this like gala, this like an actual fundraising gala where people come out, but I need to have things in order before I even do that. I need to have so many things. I need to have all the, some of these contracts signed. I have to buy a whole bunch of things. Uh, Once those things are like on paper and cause I would say like 75% of it is, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to green light, this entire thing like come out public public until i have at least 95 percent.
0: that's fair enough
1: yeah that makes sense so i know that we're ready i want to have i know i want to have enough money so i can pay everybody i want to have enough money for all the projects um i and i'm just doing it correctly i'm doing it smart i'm working you know at my pace and uh it takes time obviously it takes time But once it happens, you're going to hear about it a lot. So we have dedicated and we're trying to build out something that's pretty significant in the education and science and innovation. And, you know, because I have a foundation, it's a nonprofit, that's what we're going to be doing. So we want to, I'm trying to find a building to basically buy and then basically uh, fit it out and then have this education center um, and then make it like what I'm trying to do with that is you can have a private school and then you can have a homeschool. The homeschool laws are better. So if you don't want your kids in regular school, you can just homeschool them. Right. But then you can also do like a community homeschool. So I was thinking about something like that. Yeah, the, the parents are going to have to pay out of pocket. Um, but if we get funding, enough funding, you know, we, we try to offset costs for them, but their kids will get a really, really, uh, significant education in sciences. Um, and then also they're going to be learning different languages too. We want to offer something that's like high end, but for the normal public, which is people. Yeah. Because they don't have that opportunity. And I feel like if you, more parents are now, they are, uh, about the education of their kids Before, I was like, you know, send them to public school, you know, let them (laughs) figure it out. Now, I feel like there's a lot of parents that want to do a lot. So if I lay out and design and develop a program like this, um, we can actually turn out or churn out better educated kids. Like even if they just, before they even get to college, you know, some of them are going to want to go to college. Some of them are going to have enough skills already. If we start in middle school, or we even start an elementary school. If, even if you have a program from, you know, like a K through eight or K through twelve, like whatever yeah. program we start, those kids, when they're done, are gonna be so educated in the sciences and the new technologies and have a better comprehension than than all of the public schools that we know that we went through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I wanna I want to at least offer that. I want to do something like that. Because, I mean, I have kids. I want them to have the best, the best education possible. And I'm going to give them the best education possible. And, you know, it's not, you know, private school is the way to do that. But I think as a community, we can, you know, if they really want it, we can develop something like that, you know. Obviously, everything's money, right? So, yeah, obviously, I'm putting up money. I Hopefully, I can get some grants but then uh, the public is also going to have to donate something to make it happen as well. And then we can go from there, but yeah, that's uh, the program we're trying to develop as well.
0: That's interesting, man. It's like that. I like that you give back. So you got a little bit making money to help with the preventative health. You've got the stream to help with giving back to the community and just building out different plans and have boards to run them and, One leads to the other and helps uh, helps out this piece of the puzzle over here. So that's pretty awesome, man. My whole research foundation.
1: Yeah, my whole network is um, it's a circular economy in my in my whole in my whole business structure. And then what you do is you team up with other companies that want. And then when you team up, you get equity in some of them if they really believe in what you're doing. It's like all right, it's gonna be an exchange. So if you want to be part of this. And it's like, some of this equity, just it's going to go into the other companies that I have, but it's also going to go into my foundation, <laughs> right? And then when I team up with other companies, it's like, look, the agreement is, yeah, the equity, uh, that big portion, like, even it's a 12% or 15%, that's going to the foundation. It's not going to the, it's going to the foundation and you get write-offs, right? You get write-offs. <laughs> so it, it's a win-win. Yeah. Yeah. So...
0: Well thought out. Yeah. Is there any websites or social you want to shout out? Yeah, yeah, it's Rock,
1: rockerresearchfoundation.org. And then on Instagram is rocker Research Foundation. And then on Facebook is rocker Research Foundation. And that's rocker, R-O-T-G-E-R.
0: I was going to say. Research Foundation.
1: Because some people are like, oh, it's rocker even middle school and high school, they just thought everyone, even my friends thought it was just rocker. It's rocker, rocker, rocker. but as like, that's ah, easier rocker. It's easier for them to pronounce. It's easier.
0: Yeah, there we go. All right. Rockerresearchfoundation.org. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks and for having as, me. let's talk more about the projects. Come back on the show as you expand out, talk about the different stuff. Cause what you got going on, super cool.
1: Yeah, I definitely will. As soon as these projects, um, you know when i have well, a better green light on them then we can uh we can talk more uh about them because i'm doing some like like i did that thing i just sent you with a political thing it's really like a committee thing um it's like a I that i can come on later for that but uh, it's it's about fathers and child welfare like helping to develop a community in regards of, to help them out like a lot of people don't have resources, like fathers, they're going through divorce or through several different things that have like no help. That's another thing that I'm doing um, that I got appointed to, appointed to uh, from my foundation, um, from this political group, uh, advocacy group. And I'm going to be in charge of the whole Northeast. So, Yeah, when that saw comes, that, man. Congratulations. Thanks. So when that comes in, uh, into play, because uh, that's all being developed right now, I can come talk specifically about that because that's another thing of me giving back or my foundation giving back is we're creating an agency to help uh, child welfare, but father and like fatherhood by providing specific certain resources and services. So that's something to be, you know, I'm pretty psyched about that too.
0: Excellent. Thank you for listening to another episode of I will not lose podcast. To support the show, visit IWillNotLosePodcast.com. You can subscribe to your favorite podcast player, share the episode link, leave a comment. Your contribution is greatly appreciated. And if you're listening in and can't see the QR code for donation, go to tothedesigner.com slash links, and there's instructions to donate up there. Thanks so much.